1: All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon here on a Thursday. Des Moines Sports Station 1460 KX and 106.3 on the FM dial. It's Trent Condon and Ken Miller. We're with you until 10. We're glad you're with us as we talk sports with you. BMW of Des Moines guest list looks like this here today. We will start things off with our friend Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com. He's going to join us on a weekly basis. Uh, as we've said, uh, if you're into sports wagering, you will will enjoy the uh, football season, hopefully, with us, as we'll have a number of those voices uh, of that uh, same kind of ilk as Kenny White. Uh, Kenny White, one of the um, most well-known line makers in Nevada. Uh, He will join us at uh, 10.30 here today. Mitch Holtis in his penultimate daily appearance on the program, as his daily appearances uh, wind up tomorrow. Uh, But today, Travis Kelsey will be in the spotlight This is an iron horse, as Mitch referred to him yesterday. So we'll get Mitch Holtis in here uh, with that at 10.50. Bill Bender on college football from the Sporting News kicks off hour number two. And then our final guest of the day with high school football, ready or not, here it comes. uh, Starting, and that was directed at you, um, starting tomorrow night, we are going to take a look at high school football in central Iowa for the most part. Uh, with Matthew Bain from the Des Moines Register as it begins
2: tomorrow. It's here. I'm ready for it. I'm so pumped up. Looking forward to tomorrow night. i will be down the dial, 96.9, where you can find live play-by-play all season long here in the iHeart Media Group. Uh, you'll be able to hear all the games also on the iHeart app as you can go that direction as well. But I'll be in the, at Valley Stadium as Waukee Northwest will make their debut at the varsity level, Mm. the new school in Waukee against the Valley Tigers. And Waukee Northwest, new school, but a lot of names you know. Coach Carlson, uh, he's over there as a defensive coach. Uh, His defensive coordinator is now the head coach there. What was behind that? Any idea? Uh, Getting, I think, just later on in his career and just made the decision, taking a small step back, Mm -hmm. still coaching football, but not all the duties that come with being the head guy, but basically everybody went with Jim Dewey, the athletic director yeah. at Waukee, mm-hmm. to Northwest. I think of of all the varsity sports, only three coaches stayed at Waukee. The remainder of them went with Dewey. So And I think that was the case when Ankeny split, right? Yes. Didn't they
1: all go to the Jags for the most part? For
2: the most part. Yeah. It was very similar split. I've heard probably similar also. Centennial had a lot more of the initial uh, big time. Across the board in sports, you know, a lot more success early mm-hmm. on. That's the anticipation. That'll be at Northwest and yeah, it flipped and it took right. about five, six years yeah. to kinda get to that point. I don't know if it's going to be that direct that you're going to see that, but gonna be interesting and I'll see the wolves for the first time against the Valley mm. Tigers. What what are their colors? Blue and black. Oh, I've seen blue, the black, uniform. and white. I saw yep. the
1: uniform. One of the local TV stations. Well, I'm sure all of them were out mm-hmm. there uh, this past week, but I saw one of them on Twitter. Uh, well, good. So, Ma- so Matthew Bain. I'll do a lot of listening. Um, what, what's of the city schools? Is is? I mean, where, where's Roosevelt going to be? Uh, Coach Moore had them. You know, obviously their arrow was pointing up. Right. I like the fact. Uh, did you see they had kind of a um, they, they they camped out one night this past weekend. They they had the team building activity all camped out. I I liked it on my Twitter. I think it was from their uh, Roosevelt um, football account. But will they be of the city schools? Who's
2: gonna? Yeah, Is East back? It's going to be Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Roosevelt, I think, has the best opportunity. It starts with their quarterback, who you've heard a lot yes, about. Yes, I have. And Jamison Patton. Uh-huh. Patton. I is... think Bertie wrote a piece on him in today's paper. Oh, really? Hadn't seen that yet. Interesting. Uh, looking forward to digging into that a little bit. But that's where they start with Roosevelt. Though they lost their coach, Coach Moore now over at Iowa City, City High, they have done a really good job of starting to develop that program a little bit deeper. And there's a lot of people out there that are pointing to Week 2. Or the play? Rough Riders. They play Waukee High. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is the first time mm-hmm. in a long time a suburban school gets knocked off by a city school. Week four, I have them on the schedule. Uh, you can hear them on ninety six nine as the Rough Riders will take on Urbandale at Drake Stadium. So that's uh, another one that's a possibility there. I really do like Coach Anderson's Urbandale squad this year. Yeah. They're in my preseason top ten, but saw the register rankings. One, two, three all from Central Iowa. <laughs> Southeast Poket 1, Dowling 2. They face off in Week 1. And number 3 is the yankee Hawks.
1: And I think our friends at WHO TV have that They one. do, Murphur Keith. And Keith. Cerency are, yeah. are on the play with that. You know, speaking of Drake Stadium, heard a pretty, I think, reliable rumor. Maybe it's been announced uh, this morning. I don't think it was yesterday. They're going to serve beer at football games. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. Yes. So you can get yourself a cold one if while you you're want. watching yeah. doggy football. Uh, it's, uh, if it has not been made official as of yet, Sorry. <laughs> but um but that's going to that's going to happen apparently. And they start I wanna say next Thursday. Okay. Next Thursday. Thursday opener for yeah, them. So we're gonna to have to coach we'll have to have Coach Stepsis on. Yeah. To, um helped them out last year at the beginning of the season. Um, the spring season. The spring season. Right. Yeah, you know, look. They're, they 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 practice just as hard, right? Mm-hmm. And it means just as much to them. And they get overlooked, quite honestly, uh, as a lot of programs do. So we'll give them a, a little hit next week at some point.
2: Speaking of the local level, I was starting to do a little bit more research on you and I, leading into the Iowa State. Yeah, matchup.
1: when are we going to have Gary Ryma on? We'll have to have him on early next week. The Floridian. Gary Rima. yeah, Mal, well, he's back. He's coming back to do the games. Yes, is that? Yep. And this is his last year of you and I sports. Absolutely, yep. So when basketball is over, Gary Rima, I believe kaboom, so.
2: yes, he's gone. Retirement yeah. will be officially upon him. And I, I understood, you know, he easily probably could have walked away this year. He mm-hmm. made the move to Florida with yeah, his but wife. You don't want to do it during a pandemic. And there, I right? think that was maybe the biggest thing yeah. for him. We want to have one more normal sure. season. You want to go out with a, a normal year. And, he's going to get call a pretty good basketball team. Absolutely. A lot of people on the fringes. of uh, yeah. Certainly, yeah. at the very least, a bubble team this year. So, you got a good basketball team. And the football team, quarterback position. Now, we know about the young man from Lincoln, mm-hmm. Will McIlvain, who is a real big playmaker. Go back to two years ago in that game against Iowa State. Yes. We saw what kind His of His first ever game. He was banged up during the spring season. I think he was also, me. I don't know if he had COVID, but there's also, I think, an illness that was involved with him. But they brought in was it a Fumby kid from Georgia who was a freshman? He looked really good yeah, in spot duty. They brought in Dave from Theo Day from Michigan State who saw a lot of playing time with Rocky Lombardi. Hmm. So they're good there. Running back spot looks really good. Uh, they got the kid from Kansas that played for him last year that was good. They got another transfer I think from Cal it was that's coming in at the running back spot. Offensive line got some injuries there. They got some work to do up front. But they returned all eleven starters defensively and they were really good in the spring season defensively. 11 starters back from a very good defense that we saw this spring. You and I's got a chance again this year to make a really big run. And what's that point spread going to be, Iowa State, you and I? Because we probably won't find out until week Like
1: Friday? Yeah. Uh, we, uh, I don't know. Look, Iowa State's got so many damn weapons. What's
2: Iowa State's weakness?
1: Hmm,
2: what's, uh, what, what is it? I don't think the offensive line's elite. You don't? I don't. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. And it's built from what it was to... Good. Right. But that's everywhere. You point everywhere, and the worst thing you can say about them is they're not great. They're good.
1: Mm -hmm. You're right. I've seen some rankings that they're top 10 in college football.
2: I think that's more Brees Hall. Brees Hall is so outstanding.
1: But if they are, can you imagine how much more outstanding he will be? And do you see the picture of him uh, kneeling down on one knee, looking at the camera? My God. There's going to be some business decisions made among some DBs right. out there if he gets to the second level. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know what? Because <laughs> uh, what? Uh, what a specimen he is. Cut. He is. Oh my in God! Is the rainbow? It's getting dark.
2: Yeah, it is. That you. You need to actually I turn a light on to for once a in Turn light on in here. Yeah. You're really dark as always. Jeez. You like the darkness as, you're, as we're doing the mm-hmm. show, but yeah, it's going to a different level here. Yeah, we get some.
1: Last time we had a day like this, where it got this ominous. Remember what that uh-huh. was? Uh-huh. The, uh, the direct show.
2: Yes. As we found out what a derecho was. I that had no
1: day. idea. I'd never heard of the word no. before. And I think I probably mispronounced it for about a month. I'm, not, I'm not sure I, st- I have it right to this day. But,
2: <laughs> but it became a big part of our yeah, lexicon right, right afterwards. I wish
1: we wouldn't have, obviously. Right. Yeah, but uh, anyway, well, yeah, we'll get Gary Ryman here mm-hmm. next week. I want to learn more about the team. But but good for him. So he's going to retire to Florida. Is that what I do? Yep. He bought a house down there? Yeah. He's yep. already, him and his wife have moved down there. They have,
2: yep. They have officially moved down there, but he's going to be bouncing what back. What part and forth? of
1: Florida? Do you have any idea? don't know. Well, we'll ask him when we get him I'm on next Absolutely, he had a hell of a run, man. Yes, he did. Over and, twenty years, and, and called some big, big games, and mm-hmm. and will clearly be remembered for Kaboomin' his, his way to, <laughs> uh, you know, into our memory banks. Whether it be football, because they had some good times playing yes. football. Uh, Joe Flacco burst their bubble one year.
2: Played for a championship. Yes, they did. I made it as far as uh, we were driving to Chattanooga. Right. <laughs> made it as far as Waterloo. We turned around because. Well, we left after bar closed, and yeah, that probably, probably wasn't, wasn't the best, the best idea. idea on your part. Well, my my buddy was working late. So, who last. came to their senses? Well, it was my buddy that was sober that was driving, uh-huh. and as we're getting on the highway and we're passing, getting ready to go by Waterloo, he said, "What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing?" Yeah. Well, well, it seems like a good idea. There was three of us in the car. He talked us uh, back out of it. It's yeah. probably a good thing in retrospect. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that game too, they had. They had them mm-hmm. on the ropes. They had Happy State on the ropes mm-hmm. to win that football game. But great games. Of course, the Kansas upset. The half-quarter by Jesperson. Those calls by Gary Ryman. They'll, whoever gets that role... They got some big shoes. to So, find.
1: is there someone over there that you would think would they would be? Because doesn't somebody who does the football?
2: What's his name? Starts with you, doesn't it? Uh, well, there's Eric Braley. And that's not who I'm thinking. Who of. does like the Panther Sports Talk, okay. the, the TV show that you see syndicated here on one of the local channels, and I think uh, also Comcast, also who Chicago am I has th- it. Who's you Nash or Scott Unash? He's a, he's in Cedar Rapids. He's a Cedar Rapids. Okay, guy then I'm I t- uh, who am I thinking of?
1: Maybe it is that Braley dude. Yeah, probably
2: is. I, so I, he'll be the guy. I would guess he's certainly the front-runner. He fills in a lot. He does UNI women's basketball, those okay, kind of things. Okay, then so. he'll be the guy then. Yes, I would think so. Well, um, big more shoes. on
1: the yeah, big, big, big shoes, no doubt about that. All right, so let's do a couple of minutes on baseball because, you know, it's time to start f- focusing on football. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, well, I know the reason, it's football. Um, and it's king, <laughs> as we've said many, many times. Uh, are the St. Louis Cardinals going to... Surprise everybody and work their way into the. They're only three and a half games out of the out of the wild card. Now, mm-hmm. when you were gone, um, and I, was, I, I, look, I, I say killing segments all the time, right? The, but if I, I gonna, I mean what I'm saying. It's not like I'm just gonna throw crap against the wall, right? I've actually got a you know method to my mat, and and I made the case that this team could make the playoffs, mm-hmm. and it's all predicated on the month of August, and they needed to be so good. And they needed to have X amount of wins in order to give them a chance. Because if you look at September, September is not kind. Now, in one respect, it is. They get Cincinnati six times. Okay. And they're two and a half behind Cincinnati?
2: They are, yeah. Two and uh, a half, three and a half a. Three and a half. Yeah, in, in two and a half one. behind the Padres.
1: Two and a half behind the Padres. Um, so they have six against Cincinnati. Huge. But they get through with this, this set against the Buccos. And then it's Cincinnati for three at Cincy at Milwaukee for 3, home to the Dodgers <laughs> for 4. Home to Cincinnati for 3. They've got to play go to, go to uh, New York to take on the Mets, get the Padres, get the Brewers. Now the good news is, they've got 6 left against the Cubs, 7 left against the Cubs. Can you make a
2: case? Yes. Yeah, Flirty's back. Flaherty's That's a start. Back. Though he got beat as I told you on the show mm-hmm. that he would a couple nights I think ago. Think you had a bad
1: night last night? I went one to two. Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you had a good. You've been unbeaten this week, so I'm not
2: killing you. I'm on the plus side for right. the week. Yeah, they can absolutely because you got those games against the Reds. That's a big part of mm-hmm. it, and the Padres. I mean, that. Now
1: so how was much awesome did you watch night? of that game last
2: night? A lot. I was in on it basically throughout, from about ten thirty to twelve thirty. I was in on the game. Snell was outstanding. Was he? They need He's that. been such a disappointment. A big this year. disappointment. And had a couple of big strikeouts. He was showing a lot of emotion out there. He was fired up. Gave up the home run to Will Smith though on his 116th pitch Jeez, of the night. Though. really, I think that shows you how decimated though that pitching staff that, is. This is a guy that's he rarely throws in. Nah, that's a
1: that's gotta go back be to the season high
2: for him, right? Yeah, go back to the race, right? Absolutely. And getting pulled out of there, which yeah, was, was a mistake way, way too uh-huh. early. So they rode him and he gave up the home run. Mm-hmm. It's one of those games that it goes 16 last night. Is that what it was? 16, I think. Long one, 15 or 16. And I didn't make it through the whole thing. I wasn't up till 3 a.m. or whatever it ended up here, <laughs> Central Time. But you are still a big proponent of the extra ending rule. I am. And for those kind of moments, those kind of nights, you still had it last night, and you had mm. back and forth that it's was rare, happening. though, but yes. I just think of my team. And my team, if the Twins were in contention, and it was a late August night that that was happening, I would have been smiling ear to ear. Those kind of moments, they're what make baseball great. They make mm-hmm. part of the 162. And we don't get that. We just... This is such a rarity so now. You're, to have so this you're kind
1: changing of your stance on this. You want to go back now? I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna get your wish because I'm not. What do they call it? The magic
2: runner that yes. appears. On? Yeah. I think the magic runner is going to go poof. I want to see the magic runner in the 11th or the 12th when we get to that point. Then, then you can put him on. I want to see at least mm-hmm. at the very minimum the 10th inning. We're still playing by the same rules, right? And then after that, all right, then we'll go and we'll put the magic runner on. I just want to see a little bit more. But those kind of moments, they're few in Farba team, but when they happen with your team and they're in it and they're in a race and it's important, that was so much fun. And oh, it's 1.30 and the game finally comes to an end. But it's worth it. It's worth it just to have those moments with your team in baseball. Uh, your team, uh, Miguel Sano's home run yesterday, Trent. Awesome. I-, I
1: didn't watch any of your twins. I was watching the Blue Jays and the White Sox, which was a very entertaining
2: baseball game. Robbie Ray.
1: Oh, my God. What would, you know what? I don't know much about him before he got to Toronto. I know he's in Arizona. He
2: was always he was a fantasy darling okay. for a lot of people, myself yeah. included. And then we had a lot of rough moments. Me and Robbie <laughs> have had a lot of arguments in the locker room. Uh-huh.
1: Did you go through your divorce? Oh, you, uh, you yeah, now Cut him? No, him? I don't get him when he's him. good.
2: Right. Because we had so many of those bad moments. But always a high strikeout guy. It was control. It was always a control issue. Oh. Or a guy, leave a lot over the plate. Home runs, Control. But he always had the strikeout ability, and he has morphed now into Whew. a bona fide ace, right? Yes, he is a guy in a playoff series. They find a way to get in and get in the one game. Who are you starting?
1: Well, you got you got options. You got either left hander Ryu or or, or Ray um, Brios. He's too inconsistent, man. But that's your number three. I know that's pretty good, right? Yeah. For number three, I don't think they'll get there. I, I give the Cardinals a better chance. Cardinals. Uh, again, they've got some heavy heads on this schedule, and the Dodgers, I think, still believe that they can track down the Giants. I am not sure they can, um, but you are playing for one spot in the yeah. National League Wild Card because whoever doesn't win the West, I mean, the Dodgers right now have an eleven and a half game lead in the Wild Card. That's wild. That's that's unheard of. But how good is that going
2: to be, right? So uh, we got to do. If we did the Cardinals, let's do the Reds. Let's see what their schedule looks like. All right, like. let's do it. We'll leave the Padres aside here. And oh, let's just by say the it way, we've
1: cute. got some work to do. We we've got, we're giving away tickets to uh, the Hawkeyes' opening game of the season through our Miller and Condon Twitter account. Oh, give a follow at Miller no, I and even, Condon. you
2: don't have to follow. Get, no, 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 yeah, it helps. It, it helps. It?
1: Yes. We can pin the tweet though, right? We can absolutely. Well, we've got to do that because it, the contest opens today, and we don't have it on our Twitter. Account. All right. So we're going to do it kind of like claxons. We're going to put up three things.
2: Okay. Um, but more about that after Trent and I
1: talk off air.
2: All right. We will get that all put in. All right. Here's what Cincinnati has remaining today. Last game against Milwaukee, they go to Miami for three. Then that Cardinal series we talked about. Detroit, better Sorry, than you so think. Slow down a second here. Let me get right. it in front of me. All right right, right. right. All right. So Miami for three. Yeah. Cardinals. Then the Tigers, who are pretty good. Not bad. Yep. At the Cubs. Okay. At St. Louis. yeah. Then they end the nine-game road trip in Pittsburgh. Okay. Trent, look how much. They've, they've got nine left against the Pirates. <sighs> and four against Washington. And three against the Cubs. The Reds' schedule. Trent, they're in. They would have to completely hit the schedule. The
1: Cardinals will not get to the postseason.
2: Doesn't feel that
1: way. Uh, not, not with this schedule. No. As tough as the Cardinals is, and it really ratchets up. Mm-hmm. Nine against the Pirates.
2: How many against the Cubs? Three against Three. the Cubs, and four against the Nationals, who are awful.
1: Yeah, tell Toronto that. <laughs> That's a bad
2: series, that wasn't was a bad it?
1: Bad series. That was a that was a season-ending playoff wild card dreams burst. Series, yeah, So We got the playoffs. Game. What's Cincinnati to win the World Series right now? Ooh, all right. Gonna, I want. I want to find a because I'm about to cash some tickets here in Major League Baseball. Yeah,
2: you've been great on your division picks. Before I the year.
1: Did, I'm going to do very well. Yes. In at, fact, at the Brewers four and two, probably five and one. Well, if Cleveland, yeah, it'll be at minimum four and two, um, and and the Brewers will have put my put the hay in the barn by the time Labor Day gets
2: here. How many wins do they have right now?
1: Seventy eight. And all they need 82 is eighty two and, and, and a half.
2: Oh man. Home free. Baseball. Futures. Let's go to DraftKings and see what we can find here. Team Futures. To win the World Series. That's what we're looking well, for. I want to find a I want to find somebody with big, big odds. All right. You can get the Cincinnati Reds at fifty five to one. There's one. <laughs> All right. How about to win the National League? Twenty to one. That's really good too. I like that a lot. Let's see. Division is there I a... hate betting favorites. How about this? To win the NL West right now, Mm -hmm. you have the standings in front of you? Uh, Yeah, I do. How much are the Giants up right now? Uh, Give me a second. I said I do. I've got the wild card standings in front of me. Let me get to the real. Okay,
1: the Giants are up right now. Um, Come on, computer. Going a little slow on you? Yeah, I'm trying to get standings. There we go.
2: They are up two and a half. Oh, it's only two and a half, okay. Mm-hmm. Because the Dodgers are still minus 175 to win the division. The Giants are going to win the division. Plus 125, you can get them currently at DraftKings. AL East, the Rays minus 280, the Yankees plus 225. Now that might be worth taking a little stab at because this Yankee team um, playing really good baseball, playing really good baseball. They won 11 straight. Uh, you can still bet on the White Sox to win the Central. Minus 50,000. <laughs> Bet a lot to make pennies.
1: Do the Yankees and the Rays play each other again? I'm oh, look. I'm sure they have. To. I hope so, but
2: maybe not. Feels uh, like they have at least one series. So they, with everybody end, they, in the they
1: end division. the season with them. Oh, that could be good. They they host, and hedging opportunities yeah, if you got they, the Yankees. They host the uh, they host the Rays to end the season. Uh, do they have any more against them? No, that's it. Not too bad. That's it. Uh, it's a pretty good way to end the season. All right. Speaking of sports betting, Kenny White from com will join us. How much uh, blowback did you get on your um, – and i got to admit, Trent, I've heard a lot of things in the 25 – like I love off-the-wall stuff, right? Yes. I love uh, drawing um, outside the lines, thinking outside the box. Your theory yesterday is, as a potential – all right, let's make, you know what, chicken salad out of chicken, you know what? Yeah. And if indeed the eight are left, and they're bringing in, they're they're trying, to, they're going to be, you know, what you where they're going to rank. They're 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 not going to be the ACC, the Big Ten, or the others. But to try and make that a basketball powerhouse conference that oh by the way plays football, right? That that's the, pretty good. It's I think really good. I do too, and I thought about it a lot last night, and I thought that might be. This is one of the best things I've heard in my time on the air.
2: So if you missed it yesterday, we're trying. And I'm to, not saying it's going to happen. Of right, course. Right, yeah. This is throwing crap against the sure. wall. Sure. This is Dave Wanstead here. This is. But he's been very quiet. Yeah, has he has. What's he up to, Wani? He, he hasn't doubled down? He's up to something. He's not saying anything. What's he working on? So you grab four members to get to 12 in football mm-hmm. Central Florida? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati? Sure. Memphis? Memphis, Houston, BYU, whatever combination, get those four, mm-hmm. and then you add two basketball only members. Mm-hmm. You add Creighton. Yep. You add Gonzaga. Yep. You came up with the Creighton idea. I think it's a great one. I mentioned Wichita proximity wise. Yeah, but Creighton better brand. Yep. Though they don't have the Final Four that Creighton does. Hit mm-hmm. here. I think more sustainability, a huge building, mm-hmm. and think of that. You know, going back to the MVC days. How well Creighton oh traveled. Oh, God. To they St. would take Louis. over St. Louis. Them and Wichita State. Now you got Kansas City, even a closer trip for those crazy Creighton fans, mm-hmm. and they're able to go there as opposed to New York City. Mm-hmm. I get it. All right. You get to play Villanova. That's great. Yeah, but the travel is awful for Creighton. It's for all, for all of their sports. And he also plays Seton Hall right. and Providence. Yes. There's really rivalries no. between those. And he trade out instead of Xavier, He play Cincinnati more historically relevant right, right. basketball program. This is what we're talking about in a basketball-only league. And then Gonzaga, the newest blue blood, a program without a peer in the WCC. Trent, it's, they, they, they don't test themselves. And I, it's not their fault. Right. They're just yeah. so much better than anybody in that conference. You bring those two powers in. And now, Creighton, you're not playing a home-and-home home with Seton Hall. playing a home-and-home home with Kansas mm-hmm. and Gonzaga every year. Mm-hmm. Creighton's saying but no, no to that. going to Hilton. right. We get to see that return. Right. We get to see that in a buy-in. Look at the basis. school, the
1: basketball powers in this new conference you just created. Put Cincinnati, Cincinnati's a nice team, but you've got Cincinnati Kansas. has the
2: twelfth most wins all time. By the there way, there you go.
1: They're better college than college nice basketball. Team. BYU yeah.
2: has the eighteenth most wins mm-hmm. in college basketball.
1: I don't think you get them, but but regardless, yeah. um, Kansas, Baylor, Texas Tech, Final Four the last handful of years. Iowa State, Gonzaga, Creighton, uh, Memphis. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State just had the number 1 pick in the draft. I know they don't get Cunninghams every year. But you get my point. All of a sudden, this basketball conference gets everybody's attention. Everybody's. And football's
2: most important. Sure. This is a football league. But
1: you don't have that. You you don't have that um, statusness. That's not the right word. Um that cachet if you're if you 're not in one of those in the fifty seven
2: teams we think are
1: going to be lumped together,
2: but Ken and I, we both believe that there is not a landing spot for these eighteen teams I, th- I keep i don't think there is i just don't and so let 's try to find a way to mm-hmm. make this work. That is a football league that every single year it 's not oh well, you know are we going to take this twelve and one Iowa State Conference championship team or a thirteen and no Sun Belt team to get an autumn there's no doubt. Iowa State would get that bid. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, at eleven and two, they're getting into the college football playoff in a twelve-team structure. It's a conference in football that will work. Yeah. It's a conference that I think can make money, not at the same level, obviously without no, Texas. No, but your Oklahoma.
1: basketball is elevated. Look at all those shares you're going to get to come to the tournament with all those advancements that get split. Trying, I think this. I think this is a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant idea. I love out of the side the box thing. I really do. um. This is way out there, mm-hmm. but man, oh man, it's what you have to do. You do. That's what you're left with. Look, what, when when Khafkov, how did I do? Pretty good. Pretty good. When he t- tells the world tomorrow that the Pac-12 is staying, mm-hmm. and that's what I believe he's going to do. I'll be shocked if, if there's, I mean, and what's he waiting for, by the way? I mean, I know he's got that entertainment background. Just get it over with. <laughs> Are you, you don't want to get off the pot. Are you expanding or aren't you? <laughs>
2: Don't right. leave everybody hanging. Right.
1: Don't try to draw this thing out. Okay. Just tell us. And I and I know I'm I'm convinced that's going to be no. Well, what does that mean about the? You don't think that Warren and Phillips and Klyavkov talked about expansion in this in their in their meet and greets when they were looking each other in the eye and getting that commitment? Well, he didn't sign anything, but we looked him in the eye. You don't think that while well, they were looking each
2: other in the eye, that expansion came up? Of course it did. And it feels like they're all standing yes. pat. So what the remaining eight have to do is they have to get better. Get creative. And this is creative. This is outside the box, thinking this is something that can work, elevate your brand, you can be a great basketball league, you can be a good football league, yes. you still got a seat at the table to get into a college football mm-hmm. playoff. And there's years two, I think, in that football league that, yes, two teams could get in to a 12-team college football playoff. It's not outside of the realm no. of possibility that that could happen. The reality is there, and the reality is this is, in my mind, the best case scenario out there for the remaining. And and look at the schools that you bring to Kansas City in March. Yes, the travel with with the basketball pedigree, of course. I like it. Texas and Oklahoma—they don't travel for basketball. No, they don't. No, they don't. Decent programs. Kruger's done a nice job, but not great. Mm -hmm. Texas hasn't won an NCAA tournament game in over a decade.
1: No, always underachieve.
2: Buddy Heald took Oklahoma to a Final Four, and outside of that, Samson had one Final Four, Billy Tubbs mm-hmm. in the 80s? It's been a long time. Blake Griffin had a nice career. A solid brief. program, but yeah. not a great program. And you replace that with Gonzaga? Uh, yeah, sure. Sign me up. Yeah, it, may, it makes sense. Kenny White,
1: KennyWhiteSports.com. He's coming up next. Miller and Condon take you until noon. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 X and want to be here. 106.3 on the FM dial. We take you until noon. Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs, coming up here in about ten minutes. Uh, more on our Cardinals discussion. I, I, I miss this. Jack Flaherty's back on the DL. Yeah. Thank you Ooh. to uh,
2: one of our listeners pointing that out on Twitter. <sighs> the red schedule coupled with that news, yeah. it's over.
1: I've been a heck of a try though. If he got yeah. back into it, we shall see. Stranger things have happened. Let's go to Vegas, shall we? Where I will do in what three weeks. Four weeks. Uh, watch UNLV take on Iowa State. Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com. dot com. He's going to join us all season long. Grateful for that. You can find all the information on Kenny White and uh, what he does at KennyWhiteSports.com. dot com. Hello, Kenny White, Trent Condon, Ken Miller. How are you?
3: Hey, Trent, Ken. I'm doing great. Let's let's make some money. Let's have this a big college football season. I can't wait for. Uh... Even week zero to kick off here.
1: Well, you don't have to wait much so longer. It's like 49 and a half hours. But who's counting? We are. <laughs> uh, so uh, let, let's um, let's kind of go through a couple of things, Kenny. And uh, you've done a lot of homework on this. Your power ratings are as must have uh, for anybody that's into this. Whether you're a uh, you know five dollar better or whether you're uh, a guy that um, you know. Takes the elastic band off the bankroll. You've done it for a long time, uh, college uh, college football wise. When you were going through your power rankings and 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 placing your teams where you did, who's the team that you placed that surprised you that they weren't as as high as maybe the public, most of everybody else has? Who's that team?
3: Uh, I'm going to say Texas A and M. And you know when I when I make my ratings, I, I do team by team. And I, and I try to do, you know, I try to do like a, a good team, a media, mediocre team and a, and a weak team because I don't want to get into that flow of overrating teams or underrating teams. So it's good to try to get a mixture each day. I do about six teams per day. Um, it takes me a couple hours, but there's, there's preparation work that goes into that before I start rating them out. So there's a lot of work put into each team and, and it's, it's, you're going through each individual player. Uh, to see their size, speed, experience, and any tangible stats you have for those guys. So the, the once once I get all those numbers pumped out and I start looking at them, make the projections, I think, well, Texas A&M looks a little low. That, that could be a team that I could be off on. Uh, they rated out the 30th or 29th best team in the country. I have them a 113 rating. I know last year they finished about a 118 rating in my system, but they lost Kellen Mond, and that was about the only loss they had. I guess they did lose Buddy Johnson on their, their defensive side of the ball, but they have seven players back with experience on, on offense, which isn't a ton in the way I do it. The average amount of teams usually have about nine starters back, on, uh, and that's snap count. So. Texas A&M, the other one I'll throw out I know I may have a little low is uh, the Florida Gators is uh, another team that I I, maybe underrated a little bit.
2: A lot of people here hugging their radios waiting for you to say Iowa State. Kenny, in your last appearance, I think you had them 18 in your preseason rankings and rankled a few Iowa State fans that we (laughs) talked to here about that. They return a ton of production, but the thing that I always point to they're not alone. In fact, S&P Plus has the returning production 26 in the country. So though they return a lot of starters, a lot of teams return a lot of starters. Why Iowa State at 18 for you?
3: Yeah, you know, and again, before I start every team, I go over the coach and and what he's done and his ATS record and how long he's been there, what he did before that. And I kind of grade the coach and Iowa State's let me down the last two years. I've been extremely high on Iowa State. I think I had Iowa State in my top ten last year to start the season. I thought they could beat Oklahoma. Um, they 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 let me down early in the season. Um, they, they lost, you know, a couple of tough games which I never thought they would have lost. Um, and, uh, and it was two years in a row. So, uh, Matt Campbell has been 13 and 12 ATS in those last two years. And actually, he had an 18. He's really 19 and, uh, 18 covering spreads. So, uh, not a big winner covering point spreads where he was in 2017, where he really impressed me. So I think when I rated Iowa State out, I said, you're not going to do it to me again, Matt Campbell. I'm not going to overrate you three years in a row. So I rated, I feel like I gave them a very fair rating. I may have been a little too conservative. I do have the ratings circled in my magazine to me, meaning maybe you did underrate them a little bit. They are one of my favorites. Love Matt Campbell, love Brock Purdy. So I will be very quick to raise them as fast as I can, if they, you know, outperform the number that I gave them to start the season.
1: Mm. Uh, what about other teams in the Big Twelve? Let's let's talk about uh, Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, do Do you buy into the fact that the other eight teams that I mean, I, I can't wait for Bedlam this year, right? The game is in Stillwater. That is going to be a brawl, I think. But when you look at the other eight teams, and it's an opportunity to you know to try and show them up on the field. The two teams that are you know are, are abandoning ship and heading to the sec how does that play into anything when you're looking at uh when when you're looking at putting a number on games
3: yeah it will week to week when i when i you know put together the magazine i it's all all about numbers i didn't even get a chance to use revenge in the magazine from last year so it's it's all just strictly power ratings but when i handicap week to week yeah, I, I think that uh, everyone in the conference will be have a, a, that game circled. They have it circled anyway because we know those are big-name schools, but it'll add a little bit more this year, and with all the extra super seniors around, uh, those guys get one more shot and one more swing at Texas and Oklahoma. So, yeah, they have a target on their backs. They're going to get everybody's A game.
2: So is there a dark horse in the Big 12? Is there a team that you look at, you kind of put tiers together, Iowa State, Oklahoma, kind of up at that top. Texas has talent. We'll see Sark in year number one, but out of that next group, who do you like most?
3: Texas Tech. Uh, they're oh, a team that hey. I think is going to be very good. Yeah, Matt, Matt Wells, I think, is an excellent coach. Great coordinator, did a great job at Utah State. Uh, he has and he has plenty of talent left. Uh, they get in Tyler Show from Oregon. He is a really good quarterback. He is uh, going to put up big numbers in this offense. They brought in a TCU um, first-team all-conference player in T.J. at left tackle. They already returned three starters, so the offensive line is very solid. I think the defense is good, very consistent across the board. They don't have one unit that's better than any better than the other, so that consistency is going to help. I have them winning 7.7 games. This number opened up 4.5 on the win totals. It is up to five over so it is moving my way but you only have to win six games i think they can get those six wins this year uh especially matt wells with him and and the big part is the quarterback when you get a quarterback like tyler Shaw, very rarely do you get this type of transfer this is a kid who's got a shot to play in the nfl so uh that's that's big to get a nfl quarterback on your roster with all of the returning experience they already have 14 players on defense uh, with returning experience, they bring in a kid from Duke, Marquise Waters, who will start in the secondary, and another kid from NC State, Malik Dunlop, uh, who's also going to end up figuring in the uh, in the uh, starting lineup. So experience deep. They brought in some transfers. And uh, third year, Matt Wells' system. Texas Tech's going to be my team. I'm on them, Ben on them, and uh, we'll back them.
1: Interesting, and you know, with with uh, with Chuck, the transfer from Oregon, I, Iowa State chased him out of the football mm-hmm. game in the Fiesta Bowl. So we'll see. Uh, let's before we get to the Big Ten, Kenny White, Kenny uh, A big announcement uh, concerning Las Vegas. They're going to bring some big, big games uh, to Allegiant Stadium. Um, it, it's very apparent with LSU, and who are they playing? USC and LSU have signed to play. Um, this is going to be one of those destination cities, I think, to open up college football. Of course, there's a big bowl game there with a big 10 tie in it uh that's late in uh, late in the bowl season right before i think december 30th is the day but there's no doubt in my mind that las vegas is about to become a player in hosting big college football games
3: yes they will be and it's a, it's it's nice to see and you know i have a feeling though guys they're going to build another stadium here probably because i was told that three years ago by the liwicky family that uh, A&G could be building uh, more more stadiums and more concert halls and venues uh, to bring crowds to Vegas because, it's you know, it's hard to... Gambling is spread everywhere, but no one will ever uh, replicate the ambiance of the Las Vegas Strip. And that's what everybody loves to come here to see. And now you can come here to see professional sports and hang out in the casinos and eat, eat in those gourmet restaurants and just have a great time. And it's just a, such a party city right now that... That's why New Orleans has been so big for, yeah. for, for sponsoring bowl games. It's a party city. Vegas is the same now. Gambling is accepted everywhere. We're moving into that, that forefront, and we're, we'll have another stadium probably. There'll be two or three bowl games here.
1: Isn't that wild? Yeah. Ken, we have two, uh, two minutes left, so I got a lot of ground to cover with you. Who's your Big Ten sleeper? Who's underrated? Uh, who, the, the number came out uh, on this school, and you think that's totally wrong. Who's your Texas Tech of the Big Ten?
3: Uh, Minnesota, uh, they're they're a team I think can win the conference. Actually, they're that good. P.J. Fleck does a tremendous job. Um, they're they're a team that has plenty of experience back. P.J. has now you know installed his system. It's all his players, and he did well with with uh, the previous coaching regime. Trey Clays players, Tanner Morgan had a great year in 2019. Not so good last year. He's somewhere in between. I think he put up puts up very very good numbers. But yeah, Minnesota uh, is a team that I really like. I'm not sure if you're going to touch on the week zero games. One play that I really like yep. that I want to give your, your, your listeners. Fresno State minus fifteen and a half in the first half. Connecticut did not play last year, no football for twenty months, and they're making the longest possible travel there is. Uh, from stores to Fresno. There's no direct flights. It's going to be bus, trains, automobiles, and 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 two airplane rides. These kids are going to be worn out by the time they get there. And Fresno can really run the football. They got a running back named Ronnie Rivers. Well I've got rated number one in my magazine with Iowa State's running back Brees Hall. That's how good he is. So that should be a fun game to watch and be invest your money in.
1: So the total, the first half total, under fifteen and a half? No, no, no.
3: no, no, no. Lay the points, lay the points with Fresno. Minus fifteen on Fresno. You are points with Fresno.
2: Going up against the defending national champion from the New York Times, (laughs) UConn. They gave him the national championship since they didn't play last Man, year.
1: unbelievable. Kenny, uh, t- <laughs> t- tell us about what you got going, both NFL and college uh, football, at kennywhitesports.com.
3: Yeah, thanks, guys. The magazines, we're blowing them out, and we're getting ready for kickoff, so we're doing a discount. We'd like to do them with your uh, loyal listeners. If they come to the website, purchase the college, the NFL, or both packages uh they get 25% off all they have to use the discount code miller and condon 25 miller and condon 25 they'll get them 25% off the magazine two day mail it'll be out to them they'll have it ready for week 1 of the college football and they'll be well ahead of their way on for the NFL as well so Appreciate you guys having me on, and I'm looking forward to a big, big, big college football season.
1: And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Kenny White. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yep, good Thank to talk you. to you. Have a great week. Yep, use the same Kenny White, KennyWhitesports.com. Uh, Mitch Holt is coming up next. Interesting teams he's got: Texas Tech, Minnesota. Uh, the teams that um, didn't like the total on each of them.
2: Laying 15 in the first half. I'm jumping aboard with that against the defending champs. <laughs> uh, Miller and Con and Mitch Holt is next. 1460 KX and
1: Owen One oh, oh. and Ames. back. Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. Take you until noon. Bill Bender from the Sporting News kicks off our number two. Quick look. Quick look. Spend some time looking at high school football. Uh, in Central Iowa, gets underway tomorrow night. Line 11's ringing, Trent. I think Mitch Holtz is on 11 for you there. Uh, we'll do that with uh, Matthew Bain from the Des Moines Register coming up here in just 40 minutes or thereabouts. The voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, he is with us. Uh, Mitch, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. Mitch Holtis, Papa John's sponsors. This is your, I think, penultimate... A daily appearance through a month of August. You should take the next week off, at least with our show, before getting back with once a week. Uh, we've enjoyed yep. it I, as, as we always do, and today you're going to look at the war horse as you call him. My God. He, yeah. he Travis Kelsey never misses it.
0: He's very underrated even with all of the stuff he's done, Ken. And we can list all the tight ends, uh, but really he needs two designations. One is a tight end, and then Is a pseudo-wide receiver, but you also have to give him a third designation in that he is an absolute war horse. Mm -hmm. 3,381 snaps the past three years. In the past eight years, he has missed only two games, the two games that Coach Reed held out the starters. (laughs) He has not missed a regular season game to injury, and he just plays and plays and plays, and he's asked to do a lot, a lot, a lot. He's really amazing what he's done on the field, but just his durability has been spectacular.
1: No, it really has. You know what? Uh, Tony Gonzalez was a phenomenal – at the time, I thought it was Sharp. Uh, Shannon Sharp and Tony Gonzalez were at the top. Yep. Um, But to get a guy like Kelsey who's, you know – making people in Kansas City maybe forgets too strong of a word to Tony Gonzalez and what he meant to that football game, our football team, that shows you just how good this guy is.
0: Well, Gonzalez and Sharp redefined the position from instead of being just a glorified tackle that you might throw the ball to off play action once or twice a game or bootlegs, those guys, and then you started throwing the Jimmy Grahams and the Gronks, they became an absolute weapon or sometimes a centerpiece. Kelsey has redefined the redefinition. And the reason I say that is 30% of the time last year, Ken and Trent, Kelsey lined up as a wide receiver. They call it the iso Y position. And many times the Chiefs will line him up opposite the trips. There will be three to one side. Kelsey will be by himself matched up against a corner. The last three years in this glorious run of 39-9 and nine and three AFC Championship games, two AFC Championships and a Super Bowl title and two Super Bowls, Kelsey has beaten elite corners time after time after time as a single side X or slash ISO Y receiver. He's really amazing, but it's the way he's trained his mind and the trained his game but he loves it all. He loves
3: every bit of it. You know, I mean, it's it's a mentality. I mean, we've got great leadership from the top down, uh, Clark Hunt, and him getting everybody that, that we need to get this team together, like Brett Veach and Andy Reid. And from there, I just listen to Coach Reid and, and go, man. Coach Reid takes care of his guys in terms of making sure that, that we're working hard. And um, on top of that, he knows how long this season is and, and the kind of guys that we have here that, that we're going to get after it when, whenever we practice. So I think it's just, um, you know, trusting Coach Reid and his uh, his his ability to coach us and lead us and you know, just go out there and play my tail off for Chiefs Kingdom.
0: He's, he's redefined it, Ken. He's, he's made it this tight end that plays a wide receiver position, mm-hmm. too. People ask me all the time, who's your WR2? They want to know for fantasy. <laughs> right. And I tell them, Kelsey, based on targets and the way he aligns, he, he's he's the WR2 of this team and the tight end.
1: How would you try and cover him? How would you do it? You you've seen every, every Teams have
0: tried everything everything,
1: everything I've right? Seen everything.
0: Yeah, everything. And Belichick tries to take him out. Anytime we see Belichick he's like, okay, Tyree Kill, who kills Belichick, yeah. I mean seventy eight yard touchdown, eighty yard touchdown, eighty yard touchdown. And we pretty much you know, we've had our time with Belichick. We're we're fifty actually one ahead of him. He'd beat us in the AFC championship game, but we're getting the better part of that cat. Uh but he tries to take Kelsey out. And they double him. They hit him at the line of scrimmage, and then they have a safety setting behind him. But that's just, you just kind of pick your poison. I guess you do that. I've seen everything. People have tried everything on him. But when he's beating single-side uh, corners, corners. Right. he's beating Ladarius White. He's beating uh, that elite corner Cleveland's got. I mean, he's beating the best corners in the game one-on-one, like mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins. That's where he's really, really, Kelsey's really, really underrated.
2: We've talked a little bit about the rookie Noah Gray out of Duke, the fifth-round draft pick. Also, the belldozer back. What else do you anticipate, short of Kelsey, the rest of the tight end position?
0: Jody Fortson as well enters this picture because going into camp, going into these reports on August the 2nd with you, I thought that those, th- first, those two guys you mentioned with Kelsey would be the tight end room. Jody Fortson now enters the picture, and I really think on August 26th, they'll carry four tight ends on this roster. Fortson's another guy that helps be a countermeasure to the stuff that Ken's talking about. Of hey, how are we gonna how are we gonna handle Kelsey? Well, let's double him. They just line him up and jam him up. Hmm. But he's got to have some help, not just getting off the field, but also these other guys. So you're gonna see different plays, different structure uh, from Andy Reid this year. So I'm saying there's more change to this team than you realize. And some of it's
1: take the load off, Kelsey. Um, Mitch, tomorrow, I, I, promised one of our listeners that I would ask you about Austin Blythe, but I don't want to rush you. He's a, he's a, you know, an Iowa kid, obviously, as you know. Um, yeah, Williamsburg. But, yeah. So, so let's spend a minute on Austin Blythe at some point. Uh, but let's talk about Papa John's, uh, before we get out of here and what they've got going on. Has the drones, uh, landed? Do we, do we know what's coming up? <laughs>
0: There's a squadron of them now. They're encompassing. They're at Waukee, uh-huh. but they've spread out all across the city. There's one, actually, I think I can see right now over Southwest Polk, uh, Southeast Poke High School. So uh, there's one over Lincoln High School. I wonder why they're over the high schools. Anyway, um the Chacaroni is what I'm hearing now, the Shakaroni mm-hmm. And it's killing me because I didn't have much of a breakfast. <laughs> and I want to get one of these babies right now, and I've got to do the GEHA, Peel the Arrowhead dedication here in a little bit. But I would have a XL Pizza. Check them out. Great to watch a game. with Friday night's game against the Vikings. Dual, dual Des Moines game, right? A lot of Vikes fans, a lot of Chiefs yep. fans. Go get a shakaroni pizza. Papa John's, watch the games, and listen to the game.
1: Talk to you tomorrow. We do have to bring up Austin Blythe at some point. Have a wonderful day, okay?
0: Let's talk Austin Blythe tomorrow. I'm I'm down with it.
1: I look forward to it. See you, Mitch. Have a great day. Okay. Hour 2 coming up next, 1460 and 0106.3 FM.